0: So, uh, watching your videos of your mountain biking. Oh yeah. I mean, do they like, so do they like make tracks? Yeah, they do. That you like, that's not
1: everywhere. Obviously like that's an actual bike park and you go there and I actually have a, like a season pass, like a ski hill there and it's, it's good for the whole year. They're open year round because they don't get that much snow. And when they do get snow, they clear the trails so that you can still ride your bike. Right. So like in that video, even you'll see some snow on the side of the trails that it's kind of melted down. It's it. It's funny because as a kid, like I grew up, I was born up there and it's a, it's up by Lake Arrowhead, which is not okay. the mountains right above me, but the next set to the East. So above San Bernardino. So I live, I live at the base of the San Gabriel mountains. Those are the San Bernardino mountains. And, oh, okay. and, um, so when I was born, it, we lived up there and, um, There was always this funky little place and i i don't know if i remember it from from that age but we had definitely like driven back up to lake arrowhead i'm sure of it you know over the years and we always saw this funny little place called santa's village and it was you know commercials would come on tv for santa's village and there was this goofy little theme song and it was like it seemed like this place that was only open around christmas time i don't know maybe it was open other times of the year as well but probably not as popular because of the name right like they pretty much box themselves into being seasonal it seems like and so now you go to it's called sky park at santa's village so they've kind of done a a shift in the name and part of the attraction there is still santa's village and it's very nicely done but it's kind of disneylandish with the the little cottages with the fake snow on the roof in the in the summertime but the real snow on the roof in the wintertime but they've got like a climbing wall and a bouldering den and a bike shop and a like five or six little restaurants and gift shops and um, zip lines and um, like cart track that you can like do these pedal carts around. They've got a little pond that you can learn how to fly fish in. So they've tried to make it this destination for all times of the year. There's hiking trails, but but I was like opened up to this whole world of bike parks when we were on our trip over the summer, I had been to a couple bike parks a long time ago, and they were just terrible. They were no good back then, like 20 years ago. And mm-hmm. we went to one up in Montana at Whitefish Mountain, and which I think they claim to be like the first bike park on the West, or the first ski resort kind of uh, turned into a bike destination on the West Coast. Mm. Okay. And then it was like, oh, well, let's figure out where, where more of these are, because... Riding chairlifts up is amazing, and just riding your bike down, is it's, it's pretty fun, right? So down here, though, Sky Park, is there's no chairlift. So it's ride your bike up and ride your bike down and ride your bike back up and then ride it down. So it's really more like a trail system, but you ride one trail <laughs> up, so it really makes it like less prone to crashing. You don't want people riding up the same trails people are riding down, which is how every right, normal right. hiking trail is. But at a bike park where you're going to have a lot of bikes... You wouldn't want that. So you ride this one trail up, and it's not it's not too difficult of a climb, but it's not too easy either. So you're kind of earning your downhills. And then from this one top point, there's five or six or seven trails that kind of take off from there, and they're all downhill trails. So there's a lot of wood features. There's a lot of jumps. There's a lot of berms, and, and it's totally tailored only for, like,
0: mountain biking. It's pretty rad. So do they have, like like – you know bunny trail mm-hmm. double diamond triple diamond yeah they're stuff. all they're all um
1: rated just like ski hill so yeah there's the the green circle for the easiest there's the blue square for intermediate there's black diamond and then double black diamond and then in in kind of biking lingo they actually have above double black diamond is what they call a, a red trail and that's uh, a pro line
0: which is a lot more like what yeah. you would see on red bull or something <laughs> okay Okay. Yeah. I, uh, um, was looking at when I was watching the video, that would be where I would fall. That would be where I fall. Oh, I just (laughs) fell here. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you know, and the the funny thing was, is that when I was a kid, you know, like we, you didn't have like massive BMX, like we had like BMX tracks and all this other stuff that we would ride around with and all that other stuff. But I don't know as many crashes that I've been in for some reason as a kid, on my BMX and busted head open, busted eye open, busted mm-hmm. whatever open and stuff. I was like, you know, it just doesn't seem appealing to me. Give me a nice <laughs> flat road and, you know, that's it. Yeah,
1: this is uh to me. It's it's kind of replaced rock climbing because of the rock climbing gyms being closed and the access to trails mm-hmm. being so easy for me here. That yeah. it's and, and my this all started with BMX for me too when i was you know fourth grade or whatever yeah going to bike tracks and i loved it back then and i've continue i continue to love it for the same reasons now and and so getting out on the trails has just been my way to not only escape kind of the day to day but also like rock climbing it's just kind of this you have to be totally present because if you're not you're going to go over something you know you you are going to crash yeah. you are going to go over the edge and so it focuses you to be in that moment like i don't listen to any music i don't listen to any podcast i just i'm trying to be in nature so i don't want anything in my ears except nature i i love it i mean to me it's it's kind of doing double duty of being outside in nature and getting away from the screen but it's also right. the, the continuation of like creativity and problem solving and, and to some level there is some art to it
0: yeah i could see that i mean i i you know sadly i don't seem to have that confidence on the. i mean it's been a while since i've even ridden him out oh yeah i think to, you the last time i was mountain biking oh my gosh, yeah yeah the I, uh mountain biking that i've done like sort of like that maybe not quite as yeah is that was in germany and that was you know 30 years ago yeah so, right it's well, and it's bikes have come
1: a well. long way. Like it's amazing what they can do to kind of smooth out what's happening underneath you and give you that yeah. confidence, right? So equipment has gotten way 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 better. Yeah. So that that helps, but also like you just progress, right? And and if you got 1% yeah. Yeah. better every time you went, like you wouldn't be able to kind of see that transition happen quickly, but it would it would happen like i i say in the video like the first time i went down this it took me over 5 minutes or 8 minutes or whatever it was and you know you 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 go next to all the features you don't go over the features <laughs> right <laughs> and you that stop would be going next to and you look at them right and you watch other people do them and you yeah, figure out know. where you need to be when and and then as you start to build confidence on one feature then you try the next one right and so it totally is like this normal progression uh just like you you have on a project right it's like you start yeah. with a, a pen on trace and you end up drawing details right so right. it's exactly the same thing
0: well you know the funny thing is is that when people are like you know how do you do like a big project like that or or something like that and you're like well you know it's not like i started off like doing big projects i mean hell you know you start with like the the 20 by 20 maintenance shed in Sunny St. Pete, Florida, you know, yeah, you're like, right. ooh, that was like the most complicated thing I've ever done. Right. And you <laughs> progress all the way up to the couple hundred thousand square foot research lab type stuff. Yeah.
1: You, yeah. You that you're actually doing surgery on a building instead. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Crazy stuff. Exactly. Yeah. There's this quote that I, I think I read it yesterday and I can't remember who said it. It was like some famous scientist or, or something, but it was like, the best thing about the future is that it only comes one day at a time. <laughs> right, because if it was more than that, you wouldn't handle, you wouldn't be able to handle it. Um, I wish one, you know, and one I wish step people would
0: like realize that. Yep, because sometimes people get so overwhelmed with you know like what the future brings. I'm like, I, I, I literally, I can't care about like tomorrow if I'm not taking care of today. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: It, it's so important because they, there's so much worrying about the future. There's so much worrying about the possibilities that could happen and we tend to kind right. of invent possible futures and uh, that gives anxiety, right? It gives yes. a lot of anxiety yeah. about like what could happen if we don't do this and what could happen if we don't, if we do do this. And, um, what if they, what if they say this and, and so many like that, that actually came up in another conversation recently, which is, you know, people compromising. I, think, I know we've talked about that on Arca speak quite a bit is, you know, compromising, like making decisions for clients without the clients even being there to right. to say yes or to say no, we say no for them so many right. times because we, we're we inventing that future of disappointment in many cases. It's like, no, we don't want to ask them that because we don't want to be disappointed. So let's disappoint ourselves now and get it over with.
0: Right? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't sting you know as much, it, right? <laughs> ex- exactly. And then as is, is you're saying, it's like, you know, you sort of hamper yourself from trying to become adventurous and trying to do things and, and let those creative juices flowing because you're already, you're dwelling on the no or you're dwelling on something that is preventing you from trying to do something more. And so like I'm saying back to like the the bike trail, I'm I'm watching him, God, oh, I could never do that because... Uh, I remember when I crashed and it hurt and all this other stuff. And, you know, you were talking about being in the moment. I could guarantee you that when I was young and stupid and doing all of these jumps and everything else, I was not really necessarily in the moment per se. I was more like showing off and being, you yeah. know. Yeah, <laughs> totally. The, the <laughs> whatever with it with and stuff. And, and so when you are focused or dwelling upon the result that you don't know is going to come. Mm-hmm. It's gonna prevent you from trying to do it. Totally, totally, yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, how many times have you been in a situation where someone's like, "Oh no, that'll never work," and it's
0: like, exactly. Like, okay, well, uh, try. if you say so, right? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> you know, and there's so many people. It's just like, okay, well, then I won't try. Yeah, totally. You're like, well, like, that's 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 not the point. Or
1: you know, or like your kids will try to. Pull some reverse psychology on you. Well, I guess we're not going to this, huh? And it's like, <laughs> if you say so, right? Like, and then all of a sudden, you see the look on their face, like, oh crap, I shouldn't have said that, right? <laughs> We've, We've done that done before, that and it's a, it's a great lesson for the kids. Like, like if you, if you're seriously gonna, gonna say something like that, we can make it true, right? You're like,
0: exactly. It's just like, <laughs> oh, I guess we're not gonna go there. Like, I guess we're not. <laughs>
1: Thanks for making that decision easy.
0: (laughs) But I really did want to go, right? Then watch you say we weren't. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Because, (laughs) don't don't try to manipulate me.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. I mean, if we're gonna go, we're gonna go on my time.
1: Yeah. So for me, with with starting this this channel, it's really about doing something else, right? Like I really wanted to do something not architecture and put it out into the world and um to me like because i enjoy it so much i'm really just trying to attract a community of people who enjoy it and so that we can do it together because seriously it's way more fun with more people so um i'll see if that happens or not but i'm i'm it's fun it's a creative outlet for me to make those videos it's fun to film them like i've filmed a lot of stuff over the last six months and only now am comfortable starting to put stuff out there because like you have to get into the the flow of what you capture when you capture it, how you put that into a story. And to me, that's, that's probably the more interesting thing about what I'm trying to do than what a lot of channels do, which is just show trail footage. And it's like, well, that that's useful if I'm going to go ride that trail, but I would rather show up for a story. Right. And, um, exactly. I think that that makes it more like something that you would want to come back for. It's not just like a, a book in the library, but more of like a, a story that you you get to listen to or watch so i i, I like so let, that part of it
0: so let's back up a minute so you know we kind of like dove into you know me saying you know hey i saw um your video so, so tell everybody exactly what it is that we're you know kind of like droning on about
1: oh uh, well it's it's a youtube channel that i started that's not on my my like e youtube channel so it's called troxel mtb and it's just about I want I was originally thinking I might call it like trail stories or something like that. But I feel <laughs> like it's just easier to search for this moniker that I'm using for for, you know, the pod the other podcast and for right,
0: um, right. my
1: website is TRXL.co and stuff like that. So I felt like it just kind of fits that into that better. But it's Troxel TRXL, MTB and M T B stands for mountain biking. And so it's just me telling various stories of adventures on the mountain bike. And so sometimes that's gonna be it, it is gonna be like a trip or an adventure that I go on specifically. Sometimes it's gonna be like testing some equipment and talking about that. Um, because mm-hmm. I I love to tinker. Like I love to put bikes together. I do all the mechanical right. stuff myself. And I feel like that's that should be part of the story. Like this stuff doesn't just magically stay together. It doesn't magically perform. <laughs> You've got to maintain right. it. You've got to try different things you got to try different tire pressures you got to try different settings and so what's cool about that is like being able to tinker with your bike like how you cannot tinker with a modern car anymore right um a bike is is very much kind of old school in that regard which is like you get to mess with stuff and try different things out and so i i enjoy that like i i i just did a, a huge uh, upgrade last weekend about on my suspension, like a, a full replacement of all the bike suspension, which was has been an amazing thing to kind of go through and and do. this is a normal. Normally, people just go drop their thing off at the shop, and there's that's not tenable for multiple reasons right now. Like bike shops are yeah. slammed. Like there's no way that you're going to yeah. drop something off and get it back in a month. So. Part of it is me learning how to do this stuff and showing that on the channel, doing these things to show other people that they can do this kind of stuff and hopefully inspire them to do that. But then also just show my progression over time. It's a way for me to kind of memorialize that and get better and try different mm-hmm. things and inspire people to get outdoors and go do something different than sit behind a screen. I feel like there's a lot of suffering going on because of all of the, the screen staring yeah. that's happening. Yeah um in, in these times of kind of isolation and and you know, this one device that connects us to the world or multi multiple devices that connect us to the world. So um and then just trying to make something creative and and so other types of videos are like Showing that creativity on the trail off. So like, like figuring out a line, figuring out the fastest way to do this thing or the best way to do this thing or to conquer this feature or whatever. So we'll see what happens. I don't know. I don't really have too many expectations. I don't have a schedule of, of releasing videos. All I know is like it's not hard to come up with ideas. It gives me a creative outlet and it's fun and people like watching fun stuff. And yeah. there will probably – actually, I just put a video up yesterday of a, of a crash that i just had on my youtube channel so and it was crazy right like it wasn't i didn't get hurt i it was just like all of a sudden some invisible hand reached out of nowhere and whipped my bars sideways as i was going down this really steep rocky thing and i went over the bars it's like whoa
0: i didn't see that coming and uh luckily i got it on film was it by some some chance near any like historic stone steps <laughs> It was. 'cause that happens, that happens. <laughs> yeah that you get pushed down stairways
1: i I go over the bars on my bike, yeah <laughs> it happens to to us olds, <laughs> we fall yeah, off things
0: <laughs> exactly, but you know the the great thing about it is is that it you know it also let's face it, you know I mean I've been as you know we've you know grown into good friends, but I mean learning learning about you when we kind of like started this whole adventure of the podcast and stuff, a lot of it was through your TRXL website. And then, you know, just to kind of like see how he's like, oh, you know, he's a, you know, fellow photographer when he likes to, you know, get outside and camp with his family and things like that. And, you know, look at these beautiful photographs and stuff, you know, And, and it's kind of like an insight on, you know, like kind of who you are and what values you have. But, you know, it also shows, you know, all of like the myriad of different interests that you have and all of the myriad of creative outlets that you have that are all part of kind of like this, you know, work life balance. Mm-hmm. You know, because you know, it's it's not just this separation of, you know, well, okay, it's a departure from architecture, which you did say that that was kind of like, you know, what can I do other than architecture? A reprieve, but yeah. <laughs> if you But but if you think about it, you know, you're even talking about how you approach some of these things totally. in a very kind of almost, you know, project manage or like you know kind of like create yeah. architectural way to like approach some of these things. Yeah. whether it's setting up a shot for photography or whether it's you know conquering a trail on your mountain bike and stuff. I mean there are still some things that you kind of like liken and distill and pull into the world of architecture, which means that you know we want to get away from it. but in a way, you know some of the the tools that we've developed to conquer the world of architecture, are, you know, tools that we can use to conquer other things or to enjoy other things or or to the, you know, it's like, I never look at another building the same, even if I'm like out and, you know, like I, even if I'm like, you know, hiking a trail or something, I'll look at this trail in a, in a very architectural manner, you know, look at, oh, look at the way that these, you know, the, the limbs bend over and create this kind of like Gothic arch type tunnel that I'm walking through. I mean, Half the people who are walking that would never think that. Yeah. No, totally. Like I I just
1: I just posted a picture on Instagram yesterday from a trail ride that I did earlier in the week. And it's just this amazing fractal pattern from the oak trees with the sun coming through, looking down the trail, and it looks like you're in the barrel of a wave. Like it looks incredible. And to, to look at that from like an architectural perspective of how it makes you feel and kind of this forced perspective down the trail and the way that the trees are growing up over, the, making this incredible canopy of fractals, the way that the tree branches get smaller right. and smaller right. and branch out. It's just, there's so many things to look at. And you're totally right. Like, I look at it architecturally as well. Like, even when I'm composing that shot, I'm thinking about... How somebody exactly. experiences that thing, right? So right. It, it, that right. or that place, it's it's really interesting to think about it that way. And I, I agree. I, and I love sharing stuff like that. There, you know, there's actually feel- a, a ride that I did some filming on, and I'm just pointing out like the incredible. It's actually right by JPL, which JPL has been in the news. I don't know if you've noticed. Uh, um, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wa- I watched. <laughs> I did too. I, I was the, on, um, on my bars. phone watching that happen. It was so, it live. It was um, incredible. But uh, Jet Propulsion Laboratory is right, right next to Pasadena, which is where this really cool trail is, and and there's all this incredible infrastructure along the trail. And like part of like my view of mountain biking is like this is the kind of stuff people don't even look at when they're out here riding on these things because they've got headphones in or their heads down, they're looking at the trail or whatever. But I'm like, look at this incredible stuff that was put in in the 30s. How did they do that? Let's look at it. It looks amazing. And so like, that's the kind of thing too, that I want to, I want to bring to this channel.
0: So like when I'm driving the back roads of Maryland, another good example is like, I'm driving the back roads and I'm looking at things, you know, I'll see this old historic, you know, farm, this beautiful stonework and, you know, this dilapidated wood and all this other stuff. And I'm looking at this, the way that the sun is kind of like, you know, dappling yes, the, totally. um, the surface of it and everything else. And I'm looking at it in a completely different manner that that, you know, like anybody else and and so most of the time, you know, when, when we're on these trip, you know, like on these like back road drives and stuff, everybody's like, Oh, dad's something that he wants to pull over and take a picture of. Yeah. And like right in the center console is sitting my little Fuji X-T3 sitting there at the ready, fully charged and everything, just so I can like jump out and take some pictures and all this other stuff. And it, it just, you know, I mean, it's just the way, I mean, so. It's the way so, you're wired. Yeah. Yeah. It's the way I'm wired. But I mean, so to kind of like pull it back into like what you're doing with all of these, these channels is it's just, you know, kind of way to, I I love that it's a way that you're memorializing kind of some of these adventures that let people know, you know, hey, you know, you don't have to be stuck behind the computer all the time and feel like, you know, it's like, oh, I'm missing something. I mean, get out there, do something, have fun, like, you know, experience some things. And yeah, you know, the, like, the yeah. whole
1: idea here is not to make you jealous, it's to inspire you to do it too, No, right? Not at all. <laughs> yeah, I'm it's like, like I'm not oh, sure, I'm man. Be... Well, yeah, just but just get out there and do do things. Yeah. Like do things your way, right? Do this is my way, this is but but hopefully it inspires you like like I'm 46 years old and I'm charging down a hill, going off jumps on my mountain bike. Like I don't know that I would have ever thought that that would be me, but I am trying not to die and I am trying to stay young. <laughs> and um yeah. And I'm having a lot of fun doing it. Like, I seriously, like, it's just my passion right now. And so, cool. Right. I'm going to share that passion with other people. You know? It's fantastic. Yeah, thanks, man. Well, every listener of this show, I would love it if you'd go to the link in the show notes and subscribe. It doesn't hurt to subscribe. There's no pain involved. You just click a button, and then every time I post a new video, you can watch that, too, if you want to. Or you don't have to. It doesn't even matter. Yeah, yeah. But I would you love won't it. Fall off when it jumps. Well, and and I will post videos of me falling if that's your thing, and you want to watch me get hurt, or or maybe just roll through something that that um, and I don't get hurt. Ooh. That's that's cool. I don't care. Just you subscribe know, to it.
0: You, you can do that, and then I can make a compilation video of all of Evans falls.
1: <laughs> Evans fails. Yeah, you you could have your own channel. Just, just taking content from my channel, just cutting out all the all the other stuff and there just show the good stuff, which is, you know, yeah. old people falling off bikes, Me- meaning Evan falling off bikes.
0: And that's exactly <laughs> what it would be called.
1: <laughs> Some, and somehow we take pleasure in other people's pain. I, don't, <laughs> <laughs> there,
0: there, I might I might throw in every once in a great while Cormac falling down a set of stairs or something because yeah. that seems to happen yeah. more often than not recently. I'm glad I'm not alone. Yeah. Though, though I did – I told you that I did return to the scene of the crime, last occurrence where I did that, and did actually walk back up the steps. And I realized that every time I stepped on each of these steps – now, they, they aren't, like, you know, your normal, like, 7-inch rise and, you know, 11-inch <laughs> uh, run thing. Yeah. I mean, these are big kind of, like, stone plates, flat stone. And realizing that they, like, teeter. Every step is teetering. Oh, my gosh. And – and as I'm like walking, up, and they're 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 probably like I don't know two feet, uh-huh. you know the the width of this thing, the depth you know, is of probably the probably like so like yeah, yeah, the depth of the treads like you know maybe two feet, you know possibly even longer than that, and then the width is probably like around three to four feet, but it's just this big stone slab, and they're like basically kind of sort of stacked on top of like rubble underneath them as they sure. you know kind of go up this you know from the old place up to the house and stuff, and. I'm looking at. It and I'm like, well, of course, I was going to fall if I wasn't paying the hell attention because yeah. I was in the moment of trying to take a picture of.
1: You weren't looking at what you were walking this
0: on. little stone house, and I wasn't, you know, and it teetered off and you know, tumble on down the road.
1: Well, these things don't take care of themselves, people. Like maybe there's a there's a whole le- lesson in here about maintaining your your building or maintaining your staircase or maintaining a trail. Even like these, they they don't take care of themselves. You've got to get out. Maybe you and your kids, you can go out there and like maintain those steps for them
0: and and make Uh, Sleepy Hollow better. Well, this one, this one was at a Antietam National Battlefield. Oh, okay. And, uh, you know,
1: so, but the, how much do you want to mess with the haunted staircase?
0: Yeah. I was going to say, I I think I've had my fill of that staircase. I just like, I walked past it with a little bit of side eye. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I did, however, like walk around and look to see if I could find any of my old camera parts that had like broken off busted off <laughs> did you take your metal detector or like a magnet out there <laughs> you're, you're that guy at the beach the old man with the yes. hiked up black socks and sandals and his little <laughs> no it wasn't that bad that would be awesome that'd be a great uh cover image for this episode uh I, I can share at least the picture of the stairs that there you go i was do it sacrificed to yeah good idea i will